Welcome everyone to the second ever, well not ever because we already did this before, but the rebirth of the Smart Nerd Podcast. This is Ariel Duran. You probably are getting tired of hearing my voice because with two podcasts now, haha, who gives a shit? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am being joined again by uh, Harold. Harold, say hi to the people. Good night, everyone. Well, we don't know because they might hear this in the morning and an afternoon. That's the magic of podcasting, that time is irrelevant. We're in the ethos, in the ether, wherever the fuck they want to listen to us, we're there. So not night or morning, it's wherever they feel like the need to listen to this. Well, yeah, good, whatever. Exactly. You can be in Australia for all we know. So... Okay, so we got a long one. Uh, well, not long podcast, but a lot of shit to talk about. First of all, we, let us do the week in review, uh, sort of like a short version of what is going on so far in terms of wrestling. Uh, as you know, we are recording these on Thursday, so uh, uh, SmackDown is always in the future for us. So uh, we don't know what's going to happen this week, but we know what happened last week, which was the beginning of the draft, which we talked about in our predictions for that. Uh, the draft ended with the New Day splitting, which is, eh, that's wrong. That's sad, but uh, at least Biggie's going to get possible, uh, possibly a push out of that. Uh, going forward into Raw, we go that Lana wins the Battle Royal and will face Asuka for next week. Ricochet pulled uh, pull an Eddie Guerrero and will not join the Hurt Business due to it. Uh, Andrade and Mickey James are still not uh, signed to anyone. Uh, they're free agents. Retribution was scheduled to have an, a, a segment and someone named VKM decided to not do that. So that didn't happen. Uh, on to Impact. Uh, Rich Swan is back and Ru- Moose and EC3 fought for a, a non-existing title. <laughs> 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 a title that has been made relevant for reasons we don't know but hey impact at least is better booked than raw in my opinion and i don't even watch the uh, impact that much but that's neither here or there uh and the show that i do watch dynamite uh ftr retained well everybody that has a belt in 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 aw retained let's just get to the gist right there and uh, MJF made his bid to join uh, Dark Order. And the greatest news ever, the Hardy-Sammy Guevara uh, feud will continue. It's been six months. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Six fucking months of this shit. And we got to get more of this. I mean, uh, anyway, glad to see Matt come back. Uh, and NXT, uh, Damian Priest retained. Undisputed Era gets a title shot versus Breezango. I think we covered pretty much the basics on top of what's happening so far, right? Am I right? Yes. Okay. So with that out of the way, let's go into uh, the deep murky waters now into the subjects at hand. Uh, The first thing we're going to start off is talking about he who shall not be seen, a.k.a. Mr. John Cena. Man has been busy these couple of days. Now, he got married. That's one. I don't know how he's going to copulate with his wife if she can't see him, but that's neither. That's none of our business. Uh, he's going to start filming soon Peacemaker, the spinoff for uh, the upcoming Suicide Squad movie. And he's going to get some chelitos, some money in the side by being the off voice of Honda. 
Any uh, any opinions on that matter? Well, the only opinion that actually I can say is Cena is a really smart man. He's been hustling all over, actually doing whatever it takes to keep, you know, getting that dough going into his pocket, which is actually something very needed nowadays with this situation we are going through because oh, yeah. a lot of people are actually losing their gigs. So you got to hustle that money, man. Well, that comes to show you that hustle, loyalty, and respect is not a gimmick. It is not. It's not a gimmick. That is for real. And that man is going after that money. And congratulations. No hating on Cena here on my end. No hating on that whatsoever. You get that hustle. You get that money. Boy, you get that money. Get that money for you, son. Nobody can be hated for actually looking for themselves and who they, who they care about. Yeah, and starting up a family. I mean, he didn't he didn't knock up his previous wife and whoever he dated later. I mean, Melina. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck said that? Who said that? Oh shit, Mister Invisible Man! If you ever listen to this, that was bullshit. No, 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 Melina. No, that, that was Batista. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and more, more than hey, half hey, the hey, hey, oh, uh, hey, hey, that's slander. That's slander. Okay, we don't know. We weren't there. Those are rumors. We don't hey, we know that. There, shit. But there were superstars that you actually never think that actually would be with her that actually said even I was with her. Oh, Lord Jesus. Well, people change. You know, that was probably the past. Maybe she's a different person now. So I'll, let's not go into slander and, and throwing rocks at people and whatnot. Okay. The past is the past. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The past is the past. If she did those things, she did it, but she's a changed woman now, hopefully. And well, that's neither here or there. God bless everybody. And thank you, Jesus. And as the great Jim Cornette would say, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Okay. <laughs> 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 Let's go now into the aftermath. That was the main story of the, this week with WWE, which was the draft. I'm going to go real quick. I have the list here of everyone that was drafted on Raw and SmackDown. NXT did not participate. And I'm going to also mention the people that were not selected. We already mentioned uh, a few of them earlier in the beginning. Okay. On the Raw side, we have 22 men, 8 women, uh, 5 tag teams or factions, and 2 tag teams in the women's division. Let's go on with the men. We got Drew McIntyre, who is the champ. Bobby Lashley, who is the U.S. champ. R-Truth, 24-7 champ. AJ Styles, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Braun Strowman, Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, Ricochet, Elias, who came back and beat the shit out of Hardy, uh, Sheamus, Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo, uh, Drew Gulak, Tucker, Dabacato, that's how you pronounce the name? I'm butchering probably. That's how you I'm pronounce it? I'm not sure. Okay. God bless the dude. Uh, Titus O'Neil, Jesus Christ, he has a job. <laughs> <laughs> Akira Tosawa, Riddick Moss, Arturo Ruas, and Eric. On the women's side, we got Asuka, who is the champ, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, and Lana. On the men's tag team in factions, we have New Day, which is a uh, member less. Uh, the Hurt Business, The Miz and Morrison, Retribution, which is all those people in the Dollar, in the Dollar Tree store versions of the Bane Mask. 
uh, the Lucha House Party and, and the Women's Tag Division. We have Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, who are the champs. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Going on to SmackDown. We got 15 men, 5 women, 4 men's tag team, and 1 women's tag team. In the men's department, we got Roman Reigns, Universal Champ, Sami Zayn, Intercontinental, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Jay Uzo, Big E, Aleister Black, Apollo Crews, Otis, Murphy, Kalisto, Lars, Sullivan. Uh, that's the name we're going to be mentioning later. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Nelly. <laughs> King, uh, King Corbin, Shorty G. I hate that fucking name. Uh, uh, the women's, uh, we got Bailey, who is, uh, by the way, PWE's selection as 2020's Women Wrestler of the Year. Just to mention that right out of the gate. Sasha Banks, ba- Bianca Belair, Carmella, Natalia, Billy Kay, Tamina, and Selena Vega. On the tag men's division, we have Street Profits, who are the champs, who did the old switcheroo with uh, New Day once they uh, crossed paths. Uh, this is Orange Insuke Nakamura, uh, Ziggler and Bobby Roode, Ray and Dominic Mysterio. And on the women's tag, we got the Riot Squad. The undrafted people we have are, as we mentioned before, Andrade and Mickey James, and not in draft pools are Becky Lynch, Jimmy Uso, Ivar, Sonya Deville, Edge, Jinder Mahal, Samoa Joe, Mojo Riley, the Forgotten Sons. They still around? They, they still in the fucking contract? With uh, I didn't remember them, to be honest. Jesus Christ. How, how have they not been sent to, to NXT yet? Well... Not to mention the next one, though, Bo Dallas. Oh, yeah, Bo Dallas. Uh, Big Show, Cena, the the Invisible Man himself, uh, Billy Goldberg, uh, Ronda Rousey, and The Undertaker. Those are the ones that have not been, were not even part of the draft pool. So uh, we kind of got some of them right when we talked about this last week, didn't we, right? Mm. Well, I mean, I, I predicted Owens going to SmackDown. Owens was already on SmackDown actually two weeks two weeks yeah. before. Uh, basically, um, something that I actually was uh, very critical myself. Uh, they were pretty much stating who is on each brand, although they were not switching brands. But at the same time, I actually thanked them because. To be honest, I didn't know who belonged to which brand because they were just moving like nobody cares. And um, I have a question. though: What is going to happen with those teams that actually have like half of them not even on the pool draft? Are they going to split them, which I don't think is a good idea? Or what are they going to do? That's a great question that we should actually make ourselves. The, the the problem is that we can armchair book this thing till kingdom come. And the thing is, it's all under the whims of a 70-something-year-old man. And whatever the hell his mood is on the day. If, if he didn't get his latte on time. If someone sneezed. If somebody masticated a half a cow in a way that it was not in his desires. It's all on the whim of an old man. So, uh, you know, I can try to do my predictions, but try to predict Vince McMahon. That is one of the greatest mysteries. Forget about it, whether there is a God or not. Nah, what the hell was Vince going to be thinking in two minutes? That's 
the biggest mystery in life that you can try to get. Fuck that Indeed. shit. Indeed. Now, in case of the Usos, actually, Jay is doing very well for himself as a singles competitor. Yeah, ah, He's been pushed to the moon. Eh? He beat AJ Styles. Yeah, but also performance-wise, the guy's doing good. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, his father trained them, so he has to be uh, skilled because, you know, Rikishi might not be the lightest guy alive, but he is one of the best teachers, actually, they could ever get. Yeah. And at the end of the day, for in, in the case of the Usos, I don't see it as a bad thing 100%, but I'm not sure about the Viking Raiders, to be honest. Yeah. Which Ivar is uh, injured, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and and th- he was not on the draft pool. No, because he's out indefinitely until he gets back, because that was a neck injury. Uh, and the other guy took decided to take a, a, a minor surgery, to, and that way he's out as well. So whatever happens down the line... You know, they need each other because they're a package team. They've always been a team for what I understand or for what I've always seen them back in their New Japan days uh, when they were. Well, what's their name? War Machine? Um, I think it was War, War Machine. Machine. They yeah. were War Machine. Then they were, then, then they were War Raiders. Yeah. And then Vince. And then uh, the there Vi- was Viking Experience first oh, and then Viking Raiders. So you're telling me that Vince was probably ha- got a, had a little doobie in his hand and pulled the drag, and then it was like, you know what? We should call them the Viking Experience. <laughs> <laughs> probably listen to some some JRE at the same time as well. You fucking old fart. <laughs> he, he, he was any mini mini mowing on the name. Jesus Christ! I mean. The the impact name generator three thousand is better than whatever fucking Vince picks as names. Every time I I see a new team forming, I cringe at the ideas. What the fuck is the shittiest name that he's gonna come up with just to spite bro. himself, just just to jack himself off, bro? The hurt business. Oh my god! Come on, it's like is does the business hurt? Why are you in it? Oh, come god. on, you know I mean. I don't have any problems so far whatsoever with the Hurt Business as long as they keep being booked properly. Because, I mean, look at New Day, for God's sakes. That, but when they incarnated at the first, it was like, ugh, Jesus, please. And now look at New Day is arguably the greatest tag team in WWE history, arguably. Well, for me, the main problem with New Day was not even the name per se. It was actually the presentation. This the was the persona of the team at first. Yeah, they were just portrayed as this uh, half church, half uh, motiv- motivational speakers. Uh-huh. That was just not going with with what they are. Especially Biggie. Biggie is a hilarious man, and you, I don't see Biggie like you know. A guy that will actually go this serious. Oh, you got to do this, this. No, no, no. Come on, man. No. So that was the main problem for the New Day. New Day is not a bad name. At least I don't see it as that. I do understand the reason why Vince might actually have think the New Day was a good name. But it was not because of that. 
actually the New Day uh, prevailing when to be a successful tag team. He doesn't understand a couple things of, uh, you know, human races. He, well, to be honest, he's the guy who didn't know what a burrito was until he saw the Big Show segment with Eddie Guerrero, for God's sake. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, lately he has been bunching up like crazy with a lot of stuff. And we'll, we just can't expect, we just can't wait to see what is going to happen next. Because at the end of the day, it's his call. Yep, that's pretty much it. At the end of the day, it's Vince's call and none of us, none of our opinions matter. So why keep shouting at the, uh, the winds? Because clearly for the past, I don't know, 16, 17 years, the man don't listen. He don't give a shit. He only give a shit about his money. And he's getting money, so fuck you. And uh, take your bi bitching and crying and shove it up your ass and keep sending us your money. That's pretty much the attitude that we, the uh, WWE old school fans, are getting out of Vince. Hence why the, the ratings are just doing gangbusters these days. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, every... Every, you know, it's not only WWE that actually has been affected by that. NBA actually was hit hard, too. Yeah, I mean, year. The, the finals were making 5 million views, for God's sakes. That's peanuts com uh, compared to past year's numbers. But it's sports in general that has taken a hit. But, you know, you have to consider that WWE is one of the few businesses that did not stop at all. Everybody else stopped. I think, no, I think AEW didn't stop either. But, no, they didn't. But, like, AEW and WWE were the only two companies that were still producing content constantly throughout the whole pandemic without stopping. And uh, everything took a hit because everybody kind of realized, like, oh, so you mean me regurg watching regurgitated TV or uh, anything on demand... Not as in necessarily heal all the wounds in my mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so and, and every, and when I think what people have realized even more now is that, uh, you know, how bad the product WWE is producing, not the wrestlers. I always want to clear that one up. We don't have anything against the wrestlers. For God's sake, they're pinkies can beat the fucking shit out of any one of our smarks in the planet because they have balls that would unite continents <laughs> for the shit that they do because that is not for the, the faint at heart what they do on a daily basis. They put their bodies on the line, their livelihoods on the line every day just to entertain us loud asses. So uh, I ain't got nothing against the wrestlers. It's the way the product is being presented. That's our complaint. That's always been our complaint, not the wrestlers itself, with certain exceptions here and there. Nijax. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, well, let's I was going to say something, but I'm going to reframe myself. Yeah, 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 let's not go there because that, that would merit a whole podcast just dedicated uh, to her. Anyway, uh, and the exception, by the way, in the Anoa'i family, because 
basically, if you're an Anoa'i, you've been gifted by God <laughs> to, to wrestle. It's like, I, I mean, with the exception of her, have you seen a bad Samoan wrestler? With the exception of her. Not at all. Exactly. Exactly. Now, by some graces of God, if she does get better, because, you know, let, let me try to be nice. Let me try to be, you know, objective and nice and, and be polite. If by some miracle of the heavens, you know, the heaven departing, the Red Sea opening and whatever other biblical references you want to use, uh, <laughs> she learns how to actually wrestle and not wreck people for realsies in the ring. I mean, that, that would be a testament. But the thing is that they brought her in green as fuck. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Actually, I believe she started a little bit too late. Yes. Actually, the latest of all of the Anoais that actually have joined WWE. Because she was, mind you, she was of all professions. You can imagine looking at Nia Jax right now a plus size she was model. a model a plus size model she was a model yes so pretty much she knew nothing about wrestling she only knew that she had family in the wrestling business and that's it yeah but I so mean, look I, i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. right now she sucks she sucks there's no two ways about it she sucks but let, Look, send her to, I don't know, uh, WWE bought Evolve, uh, reopen Evolve just for her. <laughs> just for her. And now, don't I'm televise to, it. I'm, don't I'm, televise I'm, it. Don't, do not fucking televise that shit. You do not want to get open up potential lawsuits on your fucking asses <laughs> for having that woman wrestle. Jesus Christ, I'm being, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> You know, I'm, you know, I'm going to defend her on another way in this in this case. You know, first when the Miz debut, oh god, the guy couldn't wrestle for his life. And he's and he has evolved so much. Yes, he's decent. He's good. He has evolved so much that if he did it, I don't see why she can't. Yes, and, and think about it, Miz. Has he ever been hurt? No, never, ever, ever. He's never been hurt. Never. He's always been on the roster. Always. So that, 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 some, that's food for thought right there. But let's, let's get away from that because I, again, that will take the whole podcast. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I I saw that we opened, we kind of opened a can of worms there and I can see some smart saying, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you were saying. (laughs) So the undrafted ones, the ones that were in the pool, but not selected. Actually, the two were just, Andrade and Mickey James. Yes. It seems that they there is a conflict on yes. what to do with Andrade because yes. some rumors indicate that he might go back to NXT. Some others say he's staying on Raw for sure. Yes. But, you know, knowing a little 70-plus-year-old guy, you never know what uh-huh. is going to happen. And, and so add, there is an uncertainty there. And add to the rumor mill that he's taking selective surgery as well, just like Ivar did. 
So add that with a grain of salt because that's not, that hasn't been confirmed either that he's going to be taking some selective surgery and uh, he'll be out for a month. Uh, kind of like Mickey James has been out, is going to be out for a month as well. So give her time to recuperate from her nose injury that she suffered like a week ago, was it? It was in the match versus Asuka for the women's championship. Okay, so that's two weeks Actually, ago. that was, that was why the match actually ended up so abruptly. Uh huh. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they noticed right away that she was not, she was not doing good after the hit on, on her nose. Yeah, she must have been concussed a little. Yes. She must have been a little concussed. So, uh, yeah, so the, the draft ended there and Andrade and Mickey, uh, are the only non-selected out of the people that were eligible on this draft. Uh, hoping the best for Andrade. He is a hell of a wrestler. One of the best technical wrestlers that, that brand, any brand could have. But the problem is the man cannot speak English for shit. And uh, the land of sports entertainment, you kind of need to talk. Kind of. A bit. Yeah, you kind of need to talk. You don't have to go riding on the wings of a person that speaks the language, like Selena Vega carried his ass in the, in the speaking department, not in the wrestling department. The wrestling department, the man can handle himself pretty damn well. So, and there's a lot of people that actually talks about how Andrade is misused and he should be in a better position, yada, yada, yada. And yes, we do understand that. However, what they don't get in their minds is that the Latin American wrestlers that actually went to the top can actually speak. Yes. Rey Mysterio can deliver a promo in English very well. Well, yes. actually, he is from San Diego. So yes, he is gives. a gringo. But... <laughs> but Chicano, not nonetheless. Yes. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, um, Alberto Del Rio, who we're going to talk about a little bit later on. Uh Um, Those guys can talk. They can deliver. It's not only wrestling. This is is something that you can blame, I don't know, Ric Flair for? And Dusty Rhodes. You got to trash talk. I mean, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, uh, Superstar Billy Graham, the list goes on and on and on. Exactly. So, you know, that's actually what uh, tones Andrade down. Yeah. If the man can't sell himself, how the hell are you going to go back? I mean, think about it. The Rock, technically not the greatest performer ever. It's just that the man talked trash like nobody else's business. And that was the thing that got him super over. And then he turned... The most basics of moves, a fucking elbow, into the most electrifying move in sports. Indeed, he did. So that, oh that, my God. that tells you the, 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 the need for verbalizing, to talking, to expressing yourself into the audience so they can get you, so they can understand you. But unfortunately, although there are a lot of Latinos out there, the, the programming in WWE is in English. So, uh, I'm sorry for Andrade. I hope he does get his shit together and he does get the deserved push that he needs and that que se ponga a buscar inglés sin barrera. Yo no sé, una vaina de esa para que lo ayude ahí a hablar el idioma, carajo. Open English. Yes. Ah, yeah. Bring it to the 21st century. I'm old. La cédula se me cayó. Anyway. 
let's go by and let, let's just jump off the draft and let's go on to the nitty gritty of shitville of dumbasses that we have now. Let's start off with Joy Ryan, Captain Dumbass himself. <laughs> uh, the dude, uh, remember when the speaking out movement came out a few months ago where female wrestlers put, uh, the guys that molested or did shit to them on blast. One of the victims of said, uh, of said movement was Mr. Joy Ryan. Uh, a plethora of women came out saying that he groped them, that, you know, he did what he did to them. And the dude was promptly fired from Impact Wrestling. Uh, Joey had been silent for months. And then on the beginning of this month, he had a reappearance on Instagram, uh, claiming to be quote unquote Christian <laughs> for some reason. For reasons uh, I don't, I don't even follow. But again, this is uh, the era where Trump calls himself a Christian too. So uh, make that with inf- that information what you will. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he is now suing the living fuck out of everything that walks. He has sued everyone that has come out after him in the in the speaking out movement. And the latest victim of his suing ways is now the parent company of Impact Wrestling. Uh, and he's suing them for $10 million, a nice little sum, because he alleges that that uh, firing was unprompted without any notifications. They didn't do any investigations. And I will give him that. But, you know, the amount of women that came out and said shit about him, I think that if I put myself in, in Anthem's, Anthem is the parent company of Impact, I would put myself in Anthem's shoes and I see the plethora of women complaining saying shit about him uh i would i would kind of do the same thing that anthem did but now joey feels the need that he had that his uh number one response is to sue sue everyone sue everyone uh what do you think do you think he he holds water in this uh, lawsuit maybe but to be honest actually all um all what has happened to him although there are there are many women that actually have spoken about him. It is still circumstantial, to be honest, until a file is actually processed. We cannot say, well, um, this is actually things is actually getting real. But while I, what I'm laughing about myself here is just what you said earlier. He just proclaims himself as a Christian. He actually he actually went even further, and posted a video of the late Chuck with Bozeman giving an inspirational message about purpose. <laughs> and I'm not joking. I'm reading that right now. <laughs> you piece of shit, bro. This is, oh this is hilarious. And I am... I, I have nothing about any. Oh, I have nothing negative to say about any religion at all. I'm not going to go into those waters. I don't. I I value my life, <laughs> but it is funny. <laughs> it is funny how some people, when they get themselves in uh, such a big beef on so much trouble, they find their way to Jesus magically. From out of the blue. Oh, my God. The Donald Trump did what? It is a miracle. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Donald- I'm sorry. 
if, if we're gonna talk about that guy, we're not gonna end today. So Joey Ryan, the good old dick man. Uh, rest in penis himself. Dick man no more apparently. Um, Mr. Rest in penis himself. <laughs> Still, this is bananas. This belongs into a Saturday Night Live segment the, or in Spanish, a no, Bienvenido no, no, segment. No, 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 no. You know what this is? This is one of his fucking gimmicks. <laughs> this, <laughs> this goes exactly into play of one of his fucking gimmicks. This, this is like a perfect continuation of his shitty gimmicks. And I say shitty not because they were shit before, but I'm saying that, you know, he went from being the dick guy to being Mr. Uh, uh, conservative right before he was got fired. So what do you do now? We go to the Jesus route. <laughs> we go to the born again. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> right to censor 2.0. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he went to the other side of woke. <laughs> he went to the mirror opposite of woke. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is it is totally ridiculous. Oh, uh, that's all I can say. Uh, that's all I can say. It's totally ridiculous, to yep. be honest. Yep. And let's not add any more. I mean, you would add more fuel to the fire, but he's doing a banging job so far by himself. So let's not. <laughs> yeah, he, he's beating us to it already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can see that fucking fire from the moon. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, speaking of people who have done a shitty job for themselves, let's talk about the man himself, Alberto de Rio. What a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, you can say that again. Uh, I talked about this on my podcast, The Husky Babu, which shows up on Mondays at 9 a.m. <laughs> 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 on this thing, very channel. Anyway, uh, uh, and I'll just regurgitate exactly what I said back then. Uh, Dude is indicted on the count of kidnapping and forcing himself into a woman. Uh, if he pleads non-guilty, he will be facing up to 99 years in prison. If he pleads guilty, he will get a slap of a wrist of only 20 years in prison. Because guess where he did this shit? In Texas. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. yeah. You are fucked. Alberto de Rio, you are fucked. <laughs> you are fubard. Fucked up beyond recognition. Oh, God. You know, you know this, this actually does not come as a surprise for any of us nope. who actually know Alberto de Rio's past. Oh, yeah. For God's sake. Page oh, came God. under. Page came under a truck. Yep. She came from under a truck. She dodged that bullet. Yeah. Thank God she smartened up enough to know that when this guy was starting to get violent, she was like, "Well, I'm out. I'm out." Bye, Felicia. Yep. So it's just. It's just sad in this case. Yeah. It is sad how somebody can drown himself in drugs so much that just forgets about common sense and start doing some stupid shit like, you know, slapping a, bro a woman across the road, across the head several times and force her to wear a dress and dance for him. 
no, no, and, and doing and so. She, no, no, and he no, no, also no. allegedly threatened her to take her son and drop oh, yeah. it in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and to and like all of these things are bad enough by themselves, but doing it in Texas, that is suicide. That is putting a gun in your mouth and blowing 20 cartridges in it. The, yes. You do not fuck around. It, the, Texas does not fuck around. The law is fucking law for realsies over there. They kill people for breakfast over there. That ain't shit over there. You're trying to start some shit in Texas. They will riddle you with holes. And then they'll eat their breakfast like nothing happened. Like they just yawned. Indeed, he just committed freedom suicide. Yep. Yeah, no, he's fucked. Either way, however he goes about this, he's fucked. He's fucked. Cause if he takes, if he, let's say he takes the bullet and says, okay, guilty. Okay. Yeah. I plead guilty. 20 years, my friend. 20 fucking years. That's the rest of your life because you ain't no spring chicken. By the time he comes out, he better finds out a way to get into Making a business of his own because he will not be able to do shit. Yeah, I mean, the dude is 43, for God's sake. So Exactly. So, lo meten a la chirola, para decirlo así en dominicano. Lo meten para la chirola, that's 20 years. He's 43. What's that? 63. By the time he's out, I mean, he's lucky if he has his teeth on, if they didn't gangbang him over there in the, in the prison. He's also lucky he's not being jailed in Dominican Republic, for that matter. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. <laughs> Ooh, Lord Jesus. We all know you the stories. <laughs> you don't want to get there. Let's just say the after dark stories are not uh, for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, they're not. Oh, no. No, they're not. You will die instantly. Yeah. Uh, you rather not have been born. You rather uh, you would have uh, been pro-abortion. <laughs> totally totally oh fuck anyway uh let's leave del rio alone uh, uh just like joey ryan he did a, a great job of fucking himself up another gentleman who has been doing the job of fucking himself royally for the for apparently has been his entire life <laughs> has been lars sullivan our favorite <laughs> Good old Lars Sullivan. Uh, it seems like the subject of the night is actually people who have fucked themselves up. Well, actually, the 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 name of the podcast this episode is going to be titled "Lawsuits and Dumbasses." <laughs> <laughs> for real, that's not even a joke. That's for real. <laughs> no, I did see it. I know. <laughs> so, uh, so we're going now. I mean, have you seen that we've been escalating, going to crescendo? You know, going from asshole, mega asshole, to King of assholes. <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're going on a Jacob's ladder. Yeah, <laughs> you're damn right. And Lars Sullivan uh, was found. I mean, he, the dude, by the way, just came back after like what a year and a half that he was been out of TV because something like that because of all the other shit that we're not going to go into details because again, that would merit a whole nother podcast just for him. <laughs> uh, uh, after a plethora of shit that came out, I mean, the pipe hole, uh, I mean, can, can we even name the things like, uh, anti, uh, anti gay shit, which, and um, which is contradictory to his character because he did a gay film. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, 
uh, talking shit about Stephanie. Uh, uh, I I mean, pick and choose. I mean, it's like you you throw throw a dildo in the wall, it'll stick. <laughs> it's basically anything. <laughs> the shit that this dude has done. And to like to add to the laundry list of shit that he's done, dude hasn't been back a week. Hasn't been back three days, and immediately starts sex uh, sexting a woman in Instagram. A married woman, mind you. A married you. woman. A married woman, by mind you. And even after the woman informed him, look, I'm married. You're kind of a f- public figure and a person that has been known <laughs> to doing shit in the past. Let it go, bro. <laughs> Let it go. No, a fucker insists. The fucker insists. They're like, no, show me your ass. Show me your boobs. Show me your shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fucking problem with this dude. What is the fuck is his problem? Uh, that's a great question. What goes through that guy's mind? Would you have two cockroaches playing Nintendo with the TV off? I mean, no, no, no. He embodies that that Eminem song that my name is. You remember that line where he said, I'll fuck anything that walks? <laughs> I'll fuck everything that walks. That's you basic. missed that with I just had a fit the vodka. Damn it, drive and you and you're good. <laughs> he practically embodies that song. He embodies it. Oh Jesus Christ, Lars! What the fuck, dude? You just got back. <laughs> you just got back. <laughs> we were You've ready been in for a week. Not even the a day after. Week. The day well, after. A week the... tomorrow. Yes. The day after he came back, the shit came out. The day after. It wasn't even a week. It was 24 fucking hours. <laughs> talk about I a think dude that thinks with his dick. I, talk about a dude that only thinks with his dick. <laughs> he, he actually meant to break a record, I believe. Jesus Christ. I mean... Uh, Believe me, we know WWE has their history with sexual sexual predators and fucking assholes running around the back. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, anyone? Uh- <laughs> An assassin, nonetheless. Uh-huh. Let's open that can of worms. Why don't we? <laughs> I mean, uh, so it's like this part of the course. Vince is like, what? So you told the woman he likes to see her tits. What's the matter with that? <laughs> <laughs> I believe Vince is still in like what 1965 or something yeah. like that. He's like, yeah, you, you grabbed the woman's ass. You grabbed that ass. You want that ass? <laughs> <laughs> but that woman is married. Who gives a shit? You get what you take. You take what you give. <laughs> or like a blonde friend of his would say, grab him by the pussy. Oh, the, the orange dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Lars, uh, I mean, we, we, as simple marks or smarks, mind you, who, uh, are humans, we have our flaws as well. We understand that, you know, every human is indeed flawed and has their own shit to swallow, but yours is the fucking Hudson River of slime. Uh, so I, I, my recommendation is like, you know, remove all social media off your phone. Matter of fact, Get a burner phone. <laughs> and, An Obama phone. Yeah, get a burner phone. Uh, do not connect to the internet. 
Do not engage anyone in social media. As a matter of fact, erase all your social media. Uh, do not even engage it on a laptop. You should not have a laptop, by the way. You should be uh, Carlos Slim style, you know, no technology whatsoever near you. Only have Vince's phone number on your phone and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Keep Vince's number on your burner phone. That's it. That's pretty much Nothing it. Nothing else. You don't need to talk to anyone else. You're good like that. Yes. I mean, as long as you keep that practice and keep your shit on the mega down low. I mean, whatever you do in bed, man, that's on you. You know, you do you. That's on you, man. You want to fuck a horse? Go fuck a horse. You want to fuck a cow? Go fuck a cow. You know, that's on you, man. We're not going to judge. That's your shit. I don't give a fuck. I, nobody should give a fuck what you, the fuck you do in your personal life as long as it's consensual. Although, ask the horse, ask the cow. I don't think they will consent that much. But that's either here or there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we're burying this guy deep. <laughs> Like we, the, we, we just we just only mirroring what the fuck he has done. The Undertaker will be on us like fuck it, dudes, chill. This is my job. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, he would say, "Well, actually, you guys did me to what I was gonna do, yeah. so thank you." Yeah, I mean, you, if you remember that that a, 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 a graveyard match with AJ, the Undertaker would have been on, on us and seeing everything that we have just said. He was like. Okay, I guess my job is done here. <laughs> okay. Bye, fuckers. Yeah, like, like bye, bitches. He'll <laughs> be like, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> But at the end of the day, it's not what we might say or, or anything. It's just that this guy actually has done everything for us. We just, we just mimicking it. We yeah, just... no, no, we're just painting the picture. The, the painting was done a long time ago. <laughs> And he's just added to the list. Well, he hasn't killed his push as of yet. No, because the, the, the... he will do it eventually. And yeah, I mean, there's going to be a point that even Triple H is going to be like, dude, uh, I fucked a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> I've done some shit. This dude beat me over a mile away. Let him go. Please let him go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had to go to the Katie Vick thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Good old Katie Vick. I still remember. We I still will have never that let that one go. Never. <laughs> Like you, can you imagine any conversations with like with him and Sean or any other guys that he knows from the click days? And every once in a while, somebody's gonna get yeah, but at least I didn't do the Katie Vick shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteen time world champion, the the Ring of Terror in the two thousands. Yeah, whatever. You fucked a mannequin on national television, dude. <laughs> What's funny is that actually Trips likes to make fun of himself too. So it was, uh, and I liked it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, and it made me richer too. So fuck you. <laughs> I still remember. <laughs> I still remember on the was in the thousand episode of Raw, uh, something like that. Uh -huh. That degeneration, degeneration X was. Addressing when Triple H basically jumped on Brock Lesnar and he pissed himself, and he was just making fun of it, just like they were. So mm -hmm. No, no, it was just—he's just like he doesn't care. 
Yeah, no, I, I, one thing I will give Triple H is that at least he's willing to make fun of himself. He's not like Vince. Well, Vince does make fun of himself as well, but he does it non-ironically. He makes fun of his character, not of Vince, the actual Vince McMahon behind the scenes. He makes fun of his character, which I at this point, we don't know the difference between the Vince McMahon character and the man. We don't know the difference for realsies. Uh, let's leave the shitheads away, the dumbasses, and let's go to some, uh, uh, well, let's go into this news and then we'll try to end on a happier note. Uh, you know that, uh, when we're talking about the speaking out thing with the Joey Ryan, you know, one of the casualties of that movement was Will Ospreay indirectly. Uh, he was accused of, uh, not, not sexual shit. Thank God. But he was accused of covering up of buddies of his, uh, you know, side piece, to say the least, or someone that he, that, uh, that dude was slinging dick, or I don't know what the hell he was doing. But the thing is that Osprey was accused of not, uh, pushing or speaking to promoters for not allowing, uh, uh, that the rest of the female wrestler to get a push on uh, X or Y promotions. I, I got the article here. Uh, let me read it. Okay. Uh, mind you, this is from Dirt Sheet Radio, so take this story with a grain of salt. Uh, during the Speaking Out movement a few weeks back, information was revealed by the International Wrestling League Twitter feed saying Will Ospreay personally blackballed, uh, blackballed sexual assault victim Pollyanna from their company. Osprey eventually fell into a deep depression over this. Well, IWL just clarified that Will Ospreay did not get Pollyanna blackballed off their show. Gary Vanderhorn, a Res Cal co-owner, called Ruben from IWL and he, and he did it. And he said that he did it. Uh, this Gary Vanderhorn guy said, uh, I had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with Osprey and Gary used Osprey's name to make Ruben change the booking. So they accused Ru- uh, Osprey of, uh, black, uh, balling, uh, this Pollyanna, uh, uh wrestling lady. Uh, as a scapegoat they use his name as the scapegoat but it was actually a decision of this gary guy so uh osprey took the bullet unwillingly and this woman also feels bad about the situation according to this because i'm not going to keep reading this shit uh pollyanna feels that she's been uh duped because uh she put osprey on blast due to this so now you know victims everywhere due to someone else's bullshit so, th- see, this is the, the other side of the coin of talking shit about someone without having all your cards on the table. And see, this is actually something that tells you, hey, not only inside WWE such abuse of power actually happens, because that's abuse of power at the end of the day. He was using somebody else's name to get what he wanted to do. So, this is just... <clears throat> Something that happens pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Some places will happen more silently than others, but it is a thing. It is not, um, sorry, it is not a weird case, to be honest. It happens pretty much everywhere. Yeah. It's very common in any type of workplace. Forget wrestling. Any type of workplace that, you know, gossip. Gossip grows. Uh, for some reason, you pissed off the right, uh, the wrong person, and then shit happens. 
And, uh, uh, in this case, this, uh, Pollyanna woman took the bullet and accused Will Ospreay erroneously on her end. I mean, she didn't have it because she was told that it was Osprey. That, because that was how the rumor started. That it was Osprey that, that blackballed her. And since she, that was the name that they fed her, that's why, who she threw under the bus. But that's what I'm talking about that, you know, find out your shit before you throw it out there. And don't throw the dude under the bus before you have the actual factual information. Not just because, oh, because that's what I was told. You know, I can say anything. I mean, look at Trump. He says all bullshit every day. <laughs> he's, he's a bullshit machine, for God's sake. So you're going to believe every fucking word. Now, I'm not saying that every single word that he says is bullshit. But like 90% of it is. <laughs> Indeed. Um... That's the thing, and basically we're not gonna going to rain over wet in this in this in this place. It's just just that investigate your shit before you talk. Yeah, and don't throw, before you accuse anyone. Yeah, don't throw a guy on the bus. I mean, Will Osprey is a guy that by itself already, you know, a lot of wrestlers suffer from depression. You know, Eva uh, from AEW has been very open about that shit. That she uh, suffers a lot of depression, and she talks about it openly on all the social media. And, you know, the fun thing or the bad thing about being a wrestler is that, you know, you have social media and you get the good with the bad. And although there are some good fans out there that, you know, give her their well wishes and whatnot, you're going to have the assholes here and there. that are going to talk shit about you and will use that information to poke on you and try to provoke you and shit. And you know, when you're in that type of frame of thought, you know, depressed and whatnot, you know, even though it's a minority that's speaking out and, and provoking you on that end, you take it very personal because you forget about the good people. You forget about the, the positive people around you and you just listen to the asshole that is screaming at you and making you feel like shit. So in the case of Will Ospreay, my, you know, my heart goes out to him. He was innocent from the get go and had to suffer through this shit of being accused of blackballing people when in actuality he didn't do no such thing. So, uh, as, uh, and just to end that subject on that end, just like Carol said, you know, find out your shit before you talk about somebody because you don't know if you're going to ruin that person's life. So, uh, and that, yeah. that's the, that's the problem. The problem is that negative comments actually make more noise than positive ones. Yeah. So you got to be careful with what you do. Exactly. So, uh, you know, uh, hopefully, uh, both her, Pollyanna and Will, uh, recover from this and also, uh, we would like that the promotion issue an apology to Will Ospreay as well, because, you know, if you did do that and you put him and you threw him under the bus, don't be an asshole and kind of, you know, say you're mea culpa and apologize to the dude because he took a bullet for you guys unwillingly, mind you. So, uh, you know, don't be an asshole and just apologize for, for doing that shit to him. Okay. Uh, let's end this with a positive note. Uh, Paige recently, uh, well, like in the weekend, uh, teased a wrestling return. Which is not the first time, but this time actually looks more convincing. Yes. She's training and everything. She's looking forward, apparently, to go back into the ring. First, she needs to be clear, too. But... Apparently, things actually look positive this time. Well, actually, most of the superstars that have had injuries 
career-threatening injuries in the past, they have been able to return after yes. certain treatments. Uh, for example, Daniel Bryan, for yes. example, uh, Edge. They have been able to return, so I don't see why Paige uh, would be the exception. She could come back, too. Yeah, I mean, with Edge, that was because Daniel Bryan was more uh, brain damaged than anything else. And uh, uh, he used, a, I think he used a hyperbolic chamber uh, yes. to uh, cure, uh, clear up that problem. And which allowed him to return. Uh, I've heard of the hyperbolic chamber due to Joe Rogan. He uh, Rogan says that he uses that to meditate, but that helps him out a lot to calm him down. Uh, but in the case of Edge specifically, he had a fucked up neck uh, that when he was taken off uh, of wrestling the first time, he was told explicitly that if he went back to the ring, he will be quadriplegic. That's, yes. that's what he was told. So when he came back in January, we were in total disbelief because to without, I mean, I know we've shitting on religion a lot, but to take it back to the religious side in a positive note, we witnessed a miracle on, on January seeing him coming back from that. So, uh, after seeing what happened to Edge, I don't discount anybody from coming back to the ring. Anybody. So uh, I hope that Paige uh, got the, the the people that helped Edge out. I, I I would I'm willing to bet money that she has contacted Edge for it because if Edge came back from this, uh, anyone can come back from it. Uh, and she's still young as fuck. She's not even in her 30s yet. She's like what 26, right? Harold, Harold. My bad. I actually was <laughs> muted. She's 28. Oh, she's 20. See, she's not even in her 30s. So she's young as fuck. She hasn't reached her peak yet. And I mean, it, it, these years off the ring, it has hurt. But then again, you remember a guy like Shawn Michaels, who was out for like four years and came back with a fucking vengeance. I mean, when he came back, I didn't think he was going to be the old showstopper. And in my opinion... He came back better than he was before. He did came back better than he was before. He came in unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, he was a better performer than before. And uh, he went out on top as well. Let's forget about that shit that happened two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that. I, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, okay, okay. Let's keep it that way. But nonetheless, uh, Paige, yes. I, I wanted her to come back and hopefully she found the treatment. I don't know if stem cells are into play. I don't know what is into play, but if she is, if she feels okay and if she has rehabbed her neck well, I, I'm saying go for it, girl. Go get you some. Go, uh, that is your passion. That is your love. Yeah, is your true love and go get you some. I mean, go get that money. Make yourself famous. Get, get more mileage out of that body. And that banging body. <laughs> 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 Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> I don't think she would mind. I mean, everybody's seen her already. So <laughs> Indeed. Uh, let's not go there. Let, let's keep it respectful. Let's keep it respectful. Let's keep it respectful. Okay. So, yes. Uh, I actually have a little bit of incoming. 
somebody that has been absent, absent for months is returning finally to SmackDown tomorrow. Oh, Good yeah. old Daniel Bryan is returning at last. Yes. And that was a pun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 That was a pun. Uh, so, yeah. The, um, good old DB is back. Thankfully, because actually, uh, after every shenanigans that the draft actually brought to us, uh, we we need Daniel Bryan on SmackDown now. Please. Please, we do. Yeah, I think he's managing his career very well after he's come back from retirement. That, you know, he's not overdoing it. He's not, you know, working the full uh, schedule like before. He's definitely earned his dues. He's paid it with his body, uh, the position he's ha he has now in WWE. And he's taking advantage of it. And I'm saying, go for it, dude. I mean, he's, he's 40. He's, is he 40 yet? I'm not sure. I think he's in maybe 40. he is. If he's not, he's way near. Yeah, he's damn near close. If he's not 40 yet, he's damn near close. Because everybody from you know the the 2000s is already in their 40s. Shit, AJ well, he, Styles is in, is like 44 now. Well, he is damn near close. He's 39. Okay, so he yeah he's in in the brush of 40, but still he can out wrestle anyone in that fucking roster in SmackDown. So, uh, you know, uh, that's great news to have Daniel Bryan back. And for what I've heard, he's probably going to be pushing the top position in the company he, as well. He is considered as top phase alongside, uh, Jey Uso. Uh, so yeah, we expect big things coming for Daniel Bryan. Yep. And, uh, well, uh, Notice how, although we are very inclusive in terms of adding information from the different brands, we kind of stay in WWE because although the presentation of the product at times is dog shit to, to be very nice about it, they are still the top dog in the realm. So that's why we concentrate so much on them because whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not, hell, I've been very open about this. I don't watch Raw or SmackDown at all. No WWE whatsoever. I basically follow up whatever happens on YouTube, which, by the way, biggest re uh, 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 sports related channel on YouTube in the planet. Yes, it is. Yeah, bigger than the NBA, bigger than the NFL, bigger than the MLB, bigger than anything. Didn't they, didn't they surpass the 50 billion views? Yes. 50 billion views, my God. Yeah, So because, you know, I, I would dare say this. Uh, there may be some countries that where uh, it's very hard to get Raw and SmackDown, and if they do get it, they get it like two weeks behind. So, you know, the the quickest way you can go up to date with what's happening on Raw and get like a quick, a quick bite out of it is going on Raw. Uh, going on on their YouTube channel, you see the gist of it. You know, you get the gist of what's going on, and you're kind of up to date what's going, uh, what's happening. At the end of the day, um, no matter what happens, because we have seen WWE go down and rise again countless times, I don't believe there is a company that will, will ever outpower WWE. To be honest, I mean, because they already know how to stay relevant, at least in the money part. 
So, which is actually the most important part that makes you valuable. Yes. And and at the end of the day, Vince has lost touch on create, but he has not lost touch on business. Yes, that's something that we've talked in our personal chat. That if Vince can keep being the boss in terms of the business side of things, that would be great because... In that end, he's a fucking genius. He is a mastermind. He has, I, I mean, you, I simply don't know how he does it. The, the way how he knows how to keep that thing afloat, even though with everything that has happened in 2020 and they're still making a profit, they're still making money. So he's a goddamn genius in the, in the business side, but in the creative side, he is total dog shit. And I'm sorry to say it, but you just have to watch Raw for God's sakes. This is a total shit show. But, you know, uh, with the exceptions here and there, you know, I'm not going to say that everything is shit. There's some good segments here and there. There's some good shit that you can get in both shows. But let's be honest, the better of the two shows is and has been SmackDown. So uh if you want to see WWE and don't want to throw up in the process... Watch SmackDown. You can also try NXT too. Oh yeah, NXT too, and that's more for the smart mark in you. So if you're a smart mark and you have the USA Network or anything that takes that in your respective country that you're listening to us, go watch NXT. That's a very good WWE wrestling product, not sports entertainment wrestling. Yes, if you actually care more about the wrestling part. NXT is for you. Yes, that's the uh, notice that NXT is slowly becoming like a good version of uh, WCW because they're even taking the pay per views out of the WCW. And I mean, Halloween Havoc's now coming. Yes, indeed, and also the the Guerrero Roulette is coming back too. Oh my god! <laughs> the spin that will make the deal. <sighs> We were trying to end this shit on a positive note, and you just fucked it up for me now. <laughs> hey, maybe they don't do it as bad as WCW. Who knows? At the end of the day, I do believe that Triple H took the good part from... Because he is doing a phenomenal job. Are we going to get Judy Bagwell on, uh, uh, <laughs> on a pole match again? <laughs> on a fork, on a forklift match. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Help me. Uh, I think she's a bit too old for that. Maybe we're going to have a Stephanie on a forklift match. Oh, God. Some people wouldn't mind, though. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Stephanie. Anyway. <laughs> hey, hey. The woman takes care of herself and we'll keep it that classy. We'll keep it classy. The woman does take good yeah, care we're of not herself. Gonna, we're not going to cross that line in that, in that particular part. Yeah, uh, we're not Lars Sullivan. Anyway. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that brother. <laughs> uh, brother. Oh, yeah. Lars. Uh, you need to find Jesus for realsies. <laughs> for realsies. Yeah, go to, go, go to the church. Yeah. I, 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 I will even buy you a Bible. Where do you yeah. live? I mean, uh, no, no. He can, right he, can, he can go to his hotel room. He'll find a Gideon Bible there. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Anyway, uh, I think we've covered every uh, subject uh, that we had to cover, so I think we're done. Yeah, I do believe so. Okay, well, uh, do you have anything to plug, anything to promote, anything that you would like to say before we hang up the boots? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, today I have none. Actually, thank you everyone who watched us on the last episode. Here to heard us, of course, sorry. I'm thinking on video, I don't know why. Uh, thank you to everyone who listened to us on the last episode and this one. Um, keep joining the family. We're here for you guys to talk about everything that is good and bad about wrestling. Yes. We're not going just to go into the shit part. We want to be positive as well. Yes, uh, we want to be objective. We don't want to just shit on everything or just as a fellatio <laughs> on every creative that we find uh, worthy. So we'll try to keep it balanced, but with a good old dark humor and sarcasm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like, no, like, like America used to be. Anyway. <laughs> the good old America. Oh, yeah. The one that actually, the one that actually was cool. Yeah. And that died like 30 years ago. Anyway, uh, This has been the Smart Nerd Podcast, Episode 2, Lawsuits and Dumbasses. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, hopefully, the, oh the rest of the guys can join us for next time, and we can bury some other fucks <laughs> in a more creative way. I mean, I tried my best here. I don't know. You can give me the thumbs up or thumbs down in, in, in my efforts, and Harold's as well. So, uh, you can uh, let us know. Uh, we'll be, uh, you can follow us on social media in the Husky Barbu at the Husky Barbu. So, uh, that's our, the main handle where you can find anything related to this podcast because that's where we're going to post the links and whatnot. So if you want to keep listening to this or viewing the YouTube channel of the Husky Barbu Productions, everything is going to be there. And every time we post it, we're going to put links as well. So, you can, uh, you know, go there and check it out. So in the meantime, this has been Ariel and Harold uh, wishing you guys uh, a good day, evening, whatever, Australia, Finland. Uh, Have a good one. Yeah, in China, wherever the hell you are. If you're listening to us, thank you for listening. And we'll listen to each other next time. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.